Okay. Yeah, you're gonna have to check that one afterwards. <laughs> Checking is just the norm now. That's what we do here. That's what we do here on the Quarantine Cast, specifically episode 278 of the Quarantine Cast. That is specifically being recorded on Friday, May 7th, 2021. Did you know it's like 200 bucks to renew your passport? Really? Yeah. I did not. You would... Yeah. And like you would think... I don't know. You would think a document that is vital to international travel, vital to just a lot of daily life if you're just not solely somebody who resides or works in the U.S., wouldn't cost anything, but no, 200 bucks. Hmm. So basically you cannot leave the country if you cannot afford this $200 document. That is what our society has decided, and I hate it. Did you try to renew a passport or something recently? I'm in the process of renewing a passport. Um, I traveled abroad for a class trip when I was 16, uh, which... That was 10 fucking years ago. Holy shit. Uh, and yeah, now I need uh, now I need to renew that. No, you don't. I mean, you don't have to do it right now, at least. You're definitely not going to be able to leave the country for a while. Um, no, but it's like even, I believe it's even more money if it expires. And then I need to go oh, through really? the pain in the ass process of like, Dig up your birth certificate and your social security number oh, and these okay. other documents that prove you're not an imposter. You're, you're not on okay. Among Us. Okay. But if well, it's still okay. active. Yeah, yeah. Then, then I guess. Go ahead. How much mm -hmm. does it cost to just start it from scratch? Because I've never gotten a passport. Oh, I I've, didn't even think to look that up. Like if I wanted to get a passport today, how much would that cost me? Um... It looks like, okay, okay, so it looks like if you're not going through any kind of agency, that is going to be uh, 150 bucks. about. I was mistaken earlier when I said it was 200 That is, if you do it through, like, UPS or, or FedEx, I mean, if you do it through FedEx, they add, like, an extra 75 on there, seemingly just to mail it. I don't know. But, uh, yes, if you're going through the government, which it looks like I will, too, New or renewed, that is 150 bucks. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Dumb. Right? Dumb. God, do I... Mm. Should I travel more? Should I travel internationally more? I mean, not yet. Well, I, I mean, like... Sure, I mean, everyone should always travel more if they have the means and the time, but most people don't have either. Yeah. Um... I don't know. I met with a uh, financial advisor the other day, uh, just figuring some of my shit out. Um, a quick aside, as a heads up out there, hey, young people, people in their 20s, don't be an idiot like me and kind of correlate your success value with uh, or how successful you are with how much more money is in your savings account than when you graduated college. That uh, That's good, but that is not the end-all be-all. And... You can get into a not great place by having all of your money in an account that makes no money for you. Heads up on that. Yeah. Um, yeah, but then as a part of that, I've been thinking of, like, bigger life stuff and, like, 
the difference between people who derive like fulfillment from i would say primarily their personal life and then people who derive fulfillment from like uh projects or like professional stuff and i think i'm definitely in the latter camp yeah i'm sorry I, i'm i'm getting way too heavy for a random friday let this us know Wednesday in the comments talk. what you need to fulfill your hierarchy of needs lucas is a more balanced financial portfolio and uh personal projects being recognized if any of you guys just comment food, get the hell out. Get the hell out of here. We're talking like top of the pyramid on, I want to say Laszlo's hierarchy of needs, but that's not right. Um, that, It sounds right. Um, hierarchy of needs. M- Maslow's. Ma- Maslow, okay. Okay, I was close. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That is very, very close. I might have conflated that with the uh, cartoon monkey who went to cam- uh, went to camp in that Cartoon Network show. Camp Laszlo, yeah. Yeah, good shit. Hopefully. So, physiological needs, safety needs, belongingness and love needs, esteem needs, and self-actualization needs. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Lucas needs, um, you need self-actualization and safety. Oh, sounds like you need financial safety and, uh, creative, uh, fulfillment, which usually don't go hand in hand. (laughs) Not under late stage capitalism, baby. Uh, Wait, I'm not safe? I felt pretty safe, but now that you say I'm not safe, I'm... You're never safe, Lucas. You never oh, no. will be safe. None of oh, us no. are. Which, uh... Which are, which, which are the boxes on the not-food pyramid do you need to check off, Andrew? I don't need anything. No? I have an You're inverted good. pyramid. I just realized I, I, I forgot how to make a pyramid with my fucking hands. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, let's see. Hierarchy of needs. Um, yeah, I'd say probably like belongingness and self-actualization. Mm. You belong here. You belong on this podcast. Yes, I do. Yeah, take that, Maslow. Maslow, whatever. Fuck, I already forgot. Take that, Laszlo. Take that, Camp Laszlo. Mm. I did. I did on a whim today check out my YouTube channel, uh, and I saw that 267 people watched my Jackie Daytona video, which if you're listening to this and think that's nothing, you are correct, but I am also nothing. So that's... And so are you. That was kind of, uh, yeah, kind 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 of a nice moment. Brought my spirits up. Mm. Yeah. I'm thinking about putting the uh, the podcast clips on TikTok. <laughs> yes! We need to Fuck make yes. a uh, voluntary reviewing TikTok so that, you know, in a month or two, once we start getting traction, that'll happen right around the time that TikTok is no longer relevant. Perfect. 
I, you already made the greatest TikTok of all time. You might as well keep going. Oh, yeah. It just It's crazy the amount of uh, scrolls you can get on TikTok because mm-hmm. it's like, yeah, it, with Instagram, people don't watch videos and it's really right. hard to bust through the algorithm in YouTube. But in TikTok, mm-hmm. people will watch every single video on their scroll. They just will. If really? something is recommended to them, they'll watch it, they'll finish the video, and then the next one will pop up and they'll watch it and they'll just keep letting that happen. Huh. They just consume what TikTok tells them to. I mean, like unless, you know, they find it really annoying. Um, yeah. But I, I feel like TikTok's algorithm is efficient enough where if you have been on there long enough and they kind of know what you want, they'll recommend you videos and you will watch every single one of them. Which is why I don't go on TikTok. Yeah. Because that's how you lose three hours at the end of the night. <laughs> and can't sleep because the way that's designed is the definition of counterintuitive to getting into a good sleep cycle. Yeah. Um, what, what do you think it is about TikTok that has allowed it to succeed where I feel like at the same point in its life cycle, and maybe I'm off on this by a little bit, Vine was starting to starting to peter out. Um, I feel like TikTok probably has a better algorithm, like AI mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff has improved a lot since Vine died out. Um, and also, I think the idea of videos that are so short... It really limits what you can do with that content. You can you can make some pretty fucking funny stuff, like and a lot of people did. But I feel like giving you the freedom to yeah, you can make a five or a ten second video, but you can also make one that's up to a minute long. It mm-hmm. lets people make tons of different kinds of things because you can't do a story time with right. like a series of two or three vines. Yeah, you would need hundreds of them. Uh, <laughs> And you can do like a, here's the first minute of this story, like and comment for part two. That's a thing that's on TikTok a lot. And then you've seen one minute and then you watch the next one. And if you have a story that takes about four or five minutes to tell, that's a, that's a, a good way to consume it. You know, those couple of minute long chunks, or you can make a 10 or 20 second video that is just funny that that is a vine style comedy <laughs> but like it, it gives you the opportunity to do more like you can't make a cooking video with vine right um you can do that with tiktok uh you can't really do like a makeup tutorial with with vine but you can do that with tiktok tiktok allows you to do everything that vine did and then also gives you tons more freedom so that's that's why i think tiktok has succeeded where vine didn't hmm that's fair I do love that. Yeah, you can just be funny on TikTok, and then you'll do well. Yeah, be yeah, funny, no, it's, guys. It's the only only uh, rule. Um. Ooh. So the only thing I can imagine this taking up more uh more work for you or whoever's played uh whoever's lap this ends up falling on. Are are you just going to vertically orient the uh uh thumbnails you've been making for oh, TikTok I didn't even, or what? Are you didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, or. Or do we have to start? One of us records ourselves dancing for each for each clip we release, and then that's that's what's up. We just have the audio in the background, but have us doing Fortnite dances. Yes. in the video. 
Um, yeah, I don't okay. know. I mean, because I could probably easily convert them. I think TikTok does a decent job of uh, just compressing a horizontal video into vertical. It probably won't look great, but uh, we'll see. Yeah, that's fair. This is this is being an internet company. We're a company now. Have been for a while, kind of. Not legally, though. <laughs> Please don't sue. Figuring out if you can do TikTok somehow. How can they sue us? There's nothing to sue. There's no company. <laughs> We're invincible. We're untouchable. We're not... You can't sue what isn't there. You can't hit what doesn't exist. We can be as defamatory as we want. What are you going to do? Please, please nobody sue us. I, what would you even... Okay, well, mm, if somebody wanted to be petty, they could probably sue us, but we have not... We have not said anything that wasn't either an 11 out of 10 joke or a statement of fact. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we can go there. We can start, we can start just lying about people. I... Man, did you hear that Army Hammer is a cannibal? Wait. <laughs> did you hear that uh, Elon named his baby like after a barcode? Oh, wait. <laughs> did you hear that Adam Schefter is just making shit up on Twitter, apparently? Okay, okay. Okay, well. Okay, so... Adam, Adam Schefter is just saying old news on Twitter. Yeah, and... Here's the thing about the Adam Schefter situation with the Aaron Rodgers story. There, There's always another element, another layer that keeps getting added onto it. So the original story broke of, hi, I'm Adam Schefter, and I've got breaking news. Aaron Rodgers wants to be traded away from Green Bay, and then, you know, published his story. And then everything that ensued from that, and then uh, Adam Schefter going on a podcast yesterday morning and saying... No, I didn't have any breaking news. I just had a bunch of accumulation of information over a couple of months, and I decided to draw my own conclusions and and publish it on draft day because that's when I wanted to do it. (laughs) To most people in the industry saying things, and then Adam Schefter going on his Twitter and and not commenting but liking every single one of those, saying, Mm -hmm. no, Adam Schefter did not just take all this information to decide when to put it out. He almost certainly had a source that gave him new information that day. And then because everything hit the fucking fan, that source <laughs> then walked everything back. And in order to protect himself, Adam Schefter had to then kind of change his narrative because of right. he was forced to kind of reveal where it came from. And that source denied that it ever came from them. Then Adam Schefter could be in a lot of fucking trouble. Um, but one of those things is true, and they can't both be true. You have one guy saying two opposite facts <laughs> on the same situation. Only one of them can be true if either of them is true. So something is not okay. Something is not happening right. That's giving Adam Schefter a lot of credit. And also in that situation, I feel like you would just say, yeah, I had a source, but this blew up in a way where they... They don't want to be anonymous. Uh, trust me on my... They, they want to be anonymous. Trust me on my journalistic integrity that this is vetted, blah, blah, blah. And... 
I don't know. This still to me reeks of somebody somebody wanting to drive up ratings on this. And yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, the analogy I used off mic it just becomes more and more apt. I think as I think of it, uh, if this is playing out, if his decision making process is as valid and accurate as Adam Schefter himself has described it. It would be like the New York Times having a headline tomorrow that said war in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that's not new. That's yeah. not. And you're presenting it in a way that definitely adds context that isn't actually there. Mm-hmm. Like when you're releasing this information and how you're releasing it is part of the story now. Because yeah. of when it came out and how it came out and the information in there. Because, I'm going to say it, Adam Adam Schefter didn't make anything up. All of the information in there was true. Mm-hmm. The, the team confirmed it. The Packers said, yeah, no, this is a thing that's happening. And Aaron Rodgers hasn't commented on anything except to say, I'm sorry, this information is getting out there right now. This isn't how I wanted to do it. Yeah. Um, a lot of people are still saying that, you know, maybe... The way that Schefter walked it back is still an indication that it was Rodgers' team. And now they don't want that smoke. So then they kind of cut off their information stream. And Schefter had to then say, like, well, no, like, I, this is me. Like, this is me. Um, but although, who knows? While we're throwing out theories, there is a non zero chance that somehow. Schefter wasn't aware of any of this, wasn't aware of the situation that's been going on with Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers for years now, and genuinely thought, oh my god, guys, did you hear that Aaron Rodgers isn't totally happy on the Packers? What's up with that? Breaking news. Yeah, just completely (laughs) uninformed. No, that Adam Schefter is the most informed guy in sports. Like, he's, yeah, he, he knew all of that going into the story. But I mean... Yeah, like Aaron Rodgers is not happy with the team. They had ne- they had negotiations uh, that then got cut off a couple of weeks ago, like a month or two ago. Uh, people knew they weren't happy about that. Uh, they weren't really sure what to do with, you know, trying to reconcile drafting a, a quarterback that they're going to have to play at some point when they also have the best quarterback in the league who wants to be paid like it, and. And yeah, it's a situation that everyone was saying, this is not going to end well. And then mm-hmm. you had a bunch of Packer fans be like, no, it's fine, it's fine. It's fine. The, the media is trying to spin a narrative and all that kind of stuff. And then it all turned out to be right. Um, and now you got fucking uh, Packer fans and football fans and mega heads alike saying like, wow, this is, this is just proof that you can't trust journalists and we should kill all of them um (laughs) and so like all the packers beat writers that have you know had hands in this story and adam schefter especially and all that they're all getting death threats people telling them that they're purposefully trying to destroy the team to like drive up ratings and that kind of stuff and it's just guys you can be upset about how this happened but (laughs) you are not in the right with what what you're doing right now And now it becomes a thing of like, well, now we can't really say anything bad about the journalists that kind of fucked up this story because, sorry about that, because those people are getting death threats from a bunch of people that uh, are saying that we should uh, not have journalists. It, it, mm, 
it is yeah no i mean this this has been going on in a lot of fields for a while but yeah these assholes who are sending death threats are making it kind of impossible to do valid criticism of how sports journalism works because they're dialing it so far up that a moderate opinion of you know what yeah maybe there should be more transparency in this maybe there should be more we want the players opinions rather than the team sponsored the team approved version of players opinions going forward and that's what we're really going to try to dig up but no these guys are like kill all journalists so we can't we we can't talk about how this can be better because then we're (laughs) oh yeah we're lobbing criticisms like the people lobbing death threats i fucking I know every fandom has bad fans, but I kind of fucking want the Packers to suck for a while just so these gluttonous fools who think they're Packers fans can know what it's like for their team to suck for a little bit. This is what, oh, wow, you don't like this, like, in the scope of all of the NFL, relatively tepid amount of controversy going on with the Packers right now? Here you go. Here's a team in disarray. We're we're the Houston Texans for a couple of seasons. Buckle yeah. up. Yeah, no, that's that's the thing, is Packers fans are so fucking spoiled because we've had yep. twenty years of just always being a contender. Very good. Yeah, yeah. Always being a contender. Like you felt like any part any fucking year the Packers mm-hmm. could go all the way. And most sports fans don't get to know what that feels like. <laughs> like the if you're a fucking Cincinnati Bengals fan, every single year it was if we aren't really bad, we're okay. Even like the Cincinnati, yep. even their best seasons, the Cincinnati Bengals didn't have a fucking chance to contend for a title. They were like, oh, maybe this is the year that we make the wild card round and lose. <laughs> maybe that would be a fucking success. The the Eagles. I- had like five years of being good sandwiched between <laughs> 20 years of being awful <laughs> and now rebuilding again no uh, that is the Bengals. uh i think the rivals are the baltimore ravens right uh one of right? them yeah yeah one the, of them yeah the, the browns is, the ravens the steelers and the Bengals are all in the same division that is the dimension where football rival rivalries actually start mattering when it's like Man, fuck, we are going to get nowhere near to the playoffs this year, but we got a chance of beating the Ravens. Let's go. Yeah. It's like if you're a if you're a Broncos fan, mm-hmm. if you you the the when you get to play the Chiefs or the Chargers or the Raiders and you win, that's your Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> like we we beat our division rivals and that is as good as we're going to feel for a long time. <laughs> so you take it. And and it's gotten to the point where, like, yeah, Packers fans don't feel fantastic. Like, they're happy when they beat the Bears, but they're not, mm-hmm. like, celebrating out in the streets. Like, all right, time to go to bed. Can't wait to watch the Packers <laughs> next weekend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sports are weird this podcast is weird this week has been weird but i hope you all have a fantastic weekend if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast be sure to like comment subscribe etc check us out on instagram and youtube for highlight clips got a brand spanking new one out there that 
makes me rethink every time I enter, like, an industrious place of work or, like, a fucking Menards. I know they got a day since last accident sign up somewhere in a Menards, and... Oh, that better that better be triple digits at least. Um, yeah, also be sure to follow us on Twitter at V2 underscore podcast for updates, questions, and business opportunities, viewing at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Patreon if you want to support this show. Act blue link in the description down below to support a collection of great progressive causes. And follow me at LucasDeWriter on Twitter to keep up with all of my writing. Once again, have a phenomenal weekend. Keep an eye out for the Voluntary Viewing Podcast. And good luck out there.